0: might work. Hey folks, today we're going to talk about Al-Hajj, okay, and first we're going to begin with our introduction and dua and dhikrullah and get ourselves composed here and purify ourselves from having to see these ridiculous, you know, things that some of the Muslims are doing now as if like there's no Yom Al-Qiyamah, you're not worried about that? بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم يا عظيم السلطان يا قديم الإحسان يا this النعم يا كثير الجود يا واسع العطاء يا Allah, اللطف يا جميل الصنع يا would لا يجل صل يا رب pardon سيدنا محمد There is always Al-brahim, Allah, Allah God of yoga, enshore perchance. وأنت ربنا حقا ونحن أبيدك رقا وأنت لم تزل لذلك أهلا يا ميسر كل عسير ويجابر كل كسير ويا صاحب كل فريد ويا مغني كل فقير ويا مقوي كل ضعيف ويا مأمن كل مخيف يسر علينا كل عسير فتيسير العسير عليك يسير اللهم يا من لا يحتاج إلى البيان والتفسير حاجاتنا كثير وانت عالم بها وخبير اللهم اني اخاف منك واخاف مِنْ, من يخاف منك واخاف ممن من لا يخاف منك اللهم بحق من يخاف منك نجنا ممن من لا يخاف منك اللهم بحق سيدنا محمد احرسنا بعينك التي لا تنام واكنفنا بكنفك الذي لا يرام وارحمنا بقدرتك علينا فلا على سيدنا محمد وسلم والحمد لله رب العالمين عدد و رضا نفسي وزنة عرشه ومداد كلماته اللهم إننا نسألك زيادة في الدين وبركة في العمر وصحة في الجسد وسعة في الرزق وتوبة قبل الموت وشهادة عند الموت ومغفرة بعد الموت وعفو عند الحساب وأمان من العذاب ونصيبا من الجنة وارزقنا النظرة إلى وجهك الكريم صلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين في كل لحظة أبدع خلقه ورضى نفسه عرشه Alright, my brothers and sisters, this was a bin Salim, and. You can get this word, and this word we recite it you like a word of as Sabah, Afkar for protection, for du'a, general adaya for protection, for rizq, for benefits. Okay? And the app is called Al Khulasa. You type that in. It could be in English you could type it or in Arabic. There are many types of apps. Many apps regarding with collection of this Afkar, okay? And the app, there's no homepage to the app, I think. Here, the app looks like this, okay? And the Khulasa logo, it, actually, bring it up on my iPad, is going to be bigger. The Khulasa logo looks like, where is it, where is it, where is it? Here. If I don't know if you can see this, but you see that there on the side, uh, on the, where am I? Right here. See that? That is what the app looks like, and that has in it. It's a nice dua. That's that's what it is. I don't want to say that's it, as if that's a no big deal. It's a beautiful dua. Now here's a question for you: Do you know how many how the words in this dua are not actually any different than many other adayah. But things of Islamic nature they spread because of what's called kabul. Okay. Things spread because of kabul, okay, and kabul is the idea that Allah has accepted the intention behind this, okay, and that's why you want to read something that has something that it's been around for a long time. It reflects that Allah has accepted the intention behind it, and Allah loves the author, so you have Wird al Imam Nawawi. Wird al Imam Nawawi is also in this app, al Khulasa. What is it, Imam and nawi has been going on for a thousand years almost. Well, not exactly a thousand years, much less. Okay, Imam an nawi was what, 700 of the Hijra maybe? So, 700 years. Show me something that's been around for, se- how many things do you know has been around for 700 years? So, you want something like that. The awrads of Sayyidina al-Imam al-Haddad. You want the, these awrad. Now you can make your own du'a at any time. But is it guaranteed that Allah Ta'ala has loved you the way He's has shown the kabul for those du'a? So we do both. You can make your own du'a as much as you want for your own personal business. But the general du'a, the general adhkar for protection, these ulama and mashayikh, they knew exactly what they're putting in there. Okay. And there's qabool has come down. And you're sharing now in a prayer that's being said by so many other people. Okay? So that's the concept and the idea of of these awrad. And we always, it's, when we do current events, which is part of our deen, is to study what's going on in the ummah. Right? But there's a little bit of a ghafla and a heedlessness that comes upon somebody when you do too much of that. And then you feel that that, that heedlessness and that ghafla, and so you feel like you want to clear it out, and you clear it out by picking up some of these awrad. And some of the awrad are surahs of the Quran, such as Surah Al Dukhan at night, Surah Al Mulk at night, Surah Al waqia after us is the practice of Sayyidina Anas bin Malik. Okay, any recitation of Quran, okay, in the daytime or the nighttime. So, so. That's basically what we're all about here. And if you're someone who like you've never heard about this, well this is what the our the nothing but facts live stream is all about to to show you, you know, that this stuff is important. Right and teach you how to do it. And we're gonna always say Wurrid Abu Bakr bin Salam when we want, like when we remember. And every Wednesday Hizbin Nasr Lil Imam al haddad Why? We repeat by repeating those, eventually you'll memorize them just by viewing. Just by being a viewer and watching. Okay, so today, our topic today, we're going to talk about Hajj, but first a word from our sponsors, and we're going to have a word from our sponsors twice. Right? you don't happen to have the exemplars pictures, do you? Let's do that later, or if not even today. But um, a word from our sponsors, Mecca Book. Oh, you already got paid, uh, Mecca Books. All right, put that up. MeccaBooks.com. And you're going to get a book called Exemplars. It's a really beautiful book. I'm going to uh, be doing some of the interviews for them, interviewing the authors of the biographies about what they did in terms of uh, their lives or how they how they met these shiur, etc. But you can get the book at MeccaBooks.com. They're giving it away. They're giving it away. Hey Oz, why is the Insta so so close up like that? Weird. They're, they're having a giveaway contest. So go to mechabooks.com for a giveaway contest. Who doesn't want something for free? Hey, Rye, uh, uh, enroll for me so I, maybe I can get it for free. Do you have to do a bunch of stuff. You got to do stuff? Like so what? Share, in share and do all sorts of stuff. Okay. Secondly, it's time for you to study for your SATs. And uh, people of English... Oh, it must be my fingers that did it. Um... People who are studying for... If you're in England, what do they have in England? What's the test in England to go to college? We have it... We, for us, we call it the SAT. They have O levels and A levels and, and stuff like that. All right? What you guys have to do is you're going to... If you want to study, you get an online tutor at professors1to1.com. Okay? If you are in New Jersey... They can drive out to your home and educate your kids who don't know, who don't have the experience taking these formalized exams that these people do. These people have some serious, as I've said before, there are some serious nerds in this company, right? Serious nerds in this company. That's number two. Number three, you guys, patreon.com backslash Safina Society. Patreon.com backslash to feed On the regular, there are new people coming out and being part of this. You know what we should do one day? We should make credits, right? And everyone who is a Patreon subscriber, right, we actually should roll the credits at the end, right? Like a movie. At the end of every... Hey, that's a great idea. I'm going to have them do that tonight. I want it less like the movies, right? Scroll with the names of all these... Uh, people because I mean they did it didn't they? They they they're, they're part of it and we're able to, to get all this technology with their help. Alright. So that is what we're all about today in terms of our supporters and our subscribers. Alright now what else are we up to today? Okay. We're gonna talk about Hajj. Essentially Let's talk about the obligation of hajj first. This obligation has prerequisites. When we study prerequisites of hajj, okay, when we study the prerequisites of hajj, there are prerequisites of it being obligatory, and then there are prerequisites of it being valid. So whenever you study fiqh, there's shiruot al-wujub and shiruot al saha. Which means, this thing is not even obligatory until XYZ happens. Okay? So the shroot there is that it's not even obligatory upon you. You have to be, uh, uh, unless you are بالغ, hur حر, Okay? You have to be these four things. You gotta be بالغ, reach the age of maturity. You gotta be عاقل, You have to be sane. In other words, you cannot be insane. Okay? You got to be free. I mean, if you're enslaved, if you're in jail, you're not free. So then the obligation is lifted upon you. Okay? And you have to be, you have to have istiqa. What is istiqa? What do we mean by istiqa? That means you are physically capable of of going going without without being harmed and and abnormal. abnormal. What does, what does it mean, in abnormal arm? Arm? For, example, For example, at any time, time you could be, be robbed. robbed right? right? So, so that, that doesn't, doesn't count. count.
1: We're, We're talking, talking about
0: wars with some, some abnormal, abnormal type, type of harm. Okay? That's As number one. Or that you could be robbed. Or, the, or uh, the, uh, that, that you, you could be, be... You're not safe in your, in your home. Meaning, meaning that I leave. My home could be taken by... Oppressors again, again abnormal, abnormal because, because we know, know that, that at any time your home can be robbed. So the idea that my home could be robbed is not that's, that's not, not sufficient. sufficient. It, it means that there's something abnormal, abnormal like, like there's, there's a, a coup in your country. Country. or a, a gang, a gang of, of bandits has moved into the town, right? I guess like in the old days, some abnormal harm like that, or that you have an elder that would die in your absence. Let's say your mom will die in your absence. Okay? You don't take care of her. Things like that. That's istita'ah. Okay? That's what we mean by istita'ah. So something that w- will cause you, will co- will be harm that will occur in your absence, or harm on the way, that is all, we're talking about the abnormal harms, or you don't even have the money. Right? So all of that would negate okay the istiqah. okay it would negate the istiqah. now these are the, now here's a question that comes up in fiqh and that is namely that the question is that if i become able to make hajj am i obligated to do it right away am i sinful if i skip it this year or am i somebody who am allowed to, to, to delay it okay and that's a debated question and the Maliki Madhab both have strong opinions okay that you are sinful if you're capable and you just don't do it this year you're sinful that's one opinion the other is that you're not sinful okay so there's it's a debated question in Maliki Fiqh alright that covers your basics of the nature of the obligation okay now what are the shurut as Now, the shurut as there's always overlap. Okay? So, for example, you might not have to, if you don't have to make hajj, such as you're young, you are, you're balik, you're not balik, you are a slave, for example, okay? Or you are, Okay. In these two cases, and you end up making Hajj, it's a nafilah. So if a slave or a prisoner, we let him out to make Hajj, okay, and then we, he goes back to jail. A slave. Let's say let's leave jail aside because jail is different from slavery, okay. Or a child, a youth, a twelve-year-old. He's not better yet, but he makes Hajj. It's nafilah for him. It does not count as his obligatory Hajj. In contrast, if I I'm not able to make hajj, so I'm, it's not obligatory upon me because I don't have the money. But then someone says, hey, I'll give you, I'll pay for you, and you go, then it counts for him. Okay, so those are that's the difference uh, between sometimes shurut al saha and shurut al wujud So sometimes it carries over and sometimes it doesn't. Okay. Now the first there are four conditions, fourth arkan and eight wajibat you gotta pay very close attention to this there are four arkan that means if these four things are not there your hajj is not even it's not hajj you did movements and stuff but it's not hajj they cannot be made up in the same way that a fard cannot be if you forget rukua in salah you can't make it up with sujood as you have to bring a whole new raka, right Whereas if you forget a sunnah muakkada, you can make it up with sujudisah, right? So in the same way, hajj is divided between arkan and wajibat. The arkan cannot be made up. If you miss it, you are finished. You're done. You have no hajj. You understand this? Whereas in contrast, the wajibat can be made up by uh, not sujudisah here. What we call heady, slaughtering a small animal. Which unfortunately today nobody's slaughtering. What we're doing is paying. Okay. So let me repeat. You have arcan four arcan. And you have eight wajibats. Okay. And you have six nullifiers. So you're gonna memorize these. Okay. Now let's look at what these are. The arkan are as follows. Got Al-Ihram. And you have to wear, put on your ihram by, number one, making the intention. What are you going for? Are you going for Umrah? Are you going for Hajj? Are you going for tamattu? You have to make that. Are you going for Quran? What are you going for? So you have to make your intention. And you have to do it before a certain limit which we call the miqat point which is namely that there are five cities around mecca that you must put your ihram before that it forms like a circle around mecca or a a, a five-sided star around mecca or shape around mecca so sometimes you're going to travel past arabia into the emirates airport and you're going to make ihram there. That's actually my favorite thing, even though it doesn't make any sense to pass Arabia. Geographically, you're passing Arabia, but you're only passing by about two hours because it has, they have a nice uh, airport where you can make it, put your ihram on. It's really clean, and you pray two rakaz. When you put your ihram on, you're making your intention. You are doing tajarrud min al which means you're taking off clothes that wraps around you, and clothes that is... is the sewing is used to wrap around your limb. That's the idea. That's what you have to get off of. Take off. You should put on as much perfume and cologne as you, or itr or as you want and remove whatever hairs that you want because you're not going to be doing that. And clip your nails because you're not going to be doing that for the rest of your ihram. You're not to put on scent, remove hairs or clip your nails as much as you want uh, for the entirety of ihram. So you do that beforehand. You are highly recommended to remove all the hairs that could give you a bad smell or what have you. Clip your nails, okay, depending on how long you'll be for Ihram, okay? Because the shortest you'll be in Ihram is like three days, two and a half days, even. And the longest, there's, it could be longer, much longer, depending on what you're going for. Then you pray two rak'as, salah, and you begin your talbiyah by saying labaik allahumma labaik labaik la sharika lak labaik innal hamda wan ni'mata lak wal mulk la sharika lak and everyone will start saying that and it's a beautiful thing so this is the rukn of ihram okay now the next rukn that you will do is the most important one and it is al-wuquf bi You have to stand at an area called Arafah. Okay? Which we're going to put a map. You're going to see the whole Hajj. I'm going to give you the list first of the Arkan. And then I'm going to give you the map. And we're going to walk through it. When you stand on Arafah, first of all, when do you stand on Arafah? On the 9th of Dil Hijjah. The 9th of Dil Hijjah. Okay? Which is called... All right, this is the ninth of Dhul Hijjah, it's called Yom Arafa. Everyone outside of Hajj is fasting. Okay. Everyone outside of Hajj is fasting. And on this day, okay, on Yom Arafa, the obligation is to be there even a pause, the rukun of the evening. So you're going to go all day. Okay, that's a wajib, but the rukun is to be there for at least a pause in the evening. After the Adhan of Maghrib. What is the least of a pause? The amount of time that you would spend between two sujood. Two sujoods. Still, That's it. That's the bare minimum. So you have to be there for a little bit after Maghrib. And everyone is. Okay? So that's Arafah. So remember, Al-Wuqufa arafa is divided into two parts. The day and the night. The day is a wajib. If you miss the day, you can do hedi. Remember, anything that is wajib, if you miss it, you can do hedi, slaughter an animal, and make up for it. But the rukun you cannot. So the rukun, in terms of Arafah, the rukun, is any even sliver in the night. Which means after that, the end of Maghrib. Okay. And we'll see everyone's there after their Maghrib for a little bit. The third rukun, you cannot miss this is Tawaf al ifada This is the big Tawaf of Hajj, and it must be after Arafah. Okay? Tawaf al ifada And it, the Tawaf is, of course, seven, and with the Kaaba to your left. And you start from Al-Hajr Al-Aswad. The start point is a wajib. So if you start, let's say hypothetically, say, you know what, I want to start from Hijr Ismail. And you do that. So you fulfilled your rukn, but you, you still owe because the start point is wajib. Okay, you have to start from al-hajr al-aswad. So you do tawaf al-ifadah seven times. Seven ashwat. You must have wudu to do tawaf. Many people don't know this. Wudu is required to touch for three things. Only three things. To touch the full Qur'an, such as this. The full Qur'an. Or a juz of Qur'an. Someone gives you a five juz of Qur'an or one juz of Qur'an, you must have wudu, okay? To touch it. For ibadah. If you are a bookseller, a teacher, you clean up the mosque, and there's masahif all around, it's impossible for you, and it becomes a hardship to say, every time you gotta make wudu. And at that point, you can, you're allowed to touch the Qur'an without wudu for that person only. The workers in mosques, the workers in bookstores, the teachers, who deal with the Quran for, like for work every single day okay they can touch the Quran to move it only not to do ibadah only for the darura, for the or for the the necessity okay you need wudu to pray obviously and you need wudu for tawaf okay so you're going to make your tawaf seven times around the kaaba and this is of course the tawaf al ifada, which is one of the hallmarks of hajj and everybody sees that you know, this is the symbol of hajj. And you do this after your waquf ba'arifah. And then after tawaf, you, there is salah of Turakas behind maqam ibrahim. And then there is sa'i. Sa'i is the fourth of the rukn of hajj. The fourth rukn of hajj. And you go from Safa, as the Prophet said, we begin with what Allah began. Okay. She's saying there's still an echo for some reason. Okay. Safa to Marwa, that's one. And you will see Batn al Masil, there's two green lights because Batn al Masil means that there used to be, the, 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 it used to go like this. Right? It used to be almost like a valley towards the Safa side. It's not, the valley was not in the middle. It was towards the south side. But they flattened it now. And they just put two green lights so it's artificial. You artificially run. There's no reason to run. Because it's flat. The In the past, they used to run. Why? Because it's going down anyway. So get momentum. Run it down. Run it out, basically. Run out the downside. Get momentum. And it'll be easier for you to go uphill. But now they flattened it. So they put two green lights to artificially do this. Okay. So that's the sa'i and then you make du'a on each mountain you face the Kaaba you make du'a on each, on each hill and that's it so those are the four arkan now let's take a look at your hajj in order okay day by day so that you can be educated on hajj anything that we say is wajib Look, you can put them up now anything that we say is wajib alright you can expiate it with hadith but you cannot expiate these four things with Hedi. Okay? So let's take a look. Day one. I'm going to pull up the map right in front of me here. I love this map actually. Okay. Tawaf al-Qudum. What is Tawaf al-Qudum? Tawaf al-Qudum is the Tahiyyat al-Masjid. We all know Tahiyyat al-Masjid. Tahiyyat al-Masjid is when we enter the Masjid, we pray two rak'ahs or a fard. that is like the greeting of the mosque tawaf al-qudum is when I'm coming for hajj coming into Mecca for the first time I make tawaf I'm coming for hajj Okay, I make tawaf tawaf al-qudum though is not obligatory on a couple categories of people who is it not oblig- obligated upon tawaf al-qudum is not obligated upon someone who is mutamatta what does mutamatta mean? Mutamatta means someone who came in a couple days early for Hajj made a full Umrah okay so he's greeted the city with tawaf he's done a full Umrah not just tawaf he's done a full Umrah he comes out of ihram such a person does not have to make tawaf al-qudum okay who else doesn't have to do tawaf al-qudum okay a woman who's on hayd and nifas this is a big misnomer. Many make people mistake this. They think that if a woman goes on haid in Hajj, she can't make Hajj. It's not right at all. She can make Hajj. okay? She just can't make Tawaf. She can't enter the mosque. So the only issue she has is Tawaf al ifada, Because that's a Rukn. So how does she do Tawaf al-Ifadah? She does Tawaf al ifada, and you follow the Shafi'i opinion on this. Is that she comes out of her ihram and she owes the tawaf later, anytime later. Now, if, yeah, if she has to leave. If she's staying, right, she stays in ihram and when her height is over, she takes a ghusl, makes wudu. Well, ghusl is wudu. Ghusl always includes wudu. If you, uh, for a woman, always includes. For a man, it does unless he touches his private parts after he has cleaned the limbs of wudu then she goes and she makes tawaf. The Hanafis have their own opinion. She makes tawaf upon hide. Very strange... Well, astagfirullah, I'm not going to even open that can of worms and get myself <laughs> bombarded with the Ahnaf. But the Shafi'i opinion is that she waits. If her caravan is leaving, she comes out of Ihram and she owes a tawaf later on in her life, any time in her life. But hopefully... Many women in this day and age, they can solve this problem okay, by taking pills. They can take pills and they can delay their height. If you're a woman and you're going, you're allowed to do this. okay. Now the read who asked about Hedi, the word Hedi is slaughtering a little goat or sheep to expiate for missing a wajib. Remember, we're talking now hajj, where you have to know the four arkan, then there's a list of wajibat, you miss those wajibat, you can expiate, and then there are nullifiers, which we have to talk about the nullifiers. The nullifiers. Anything that, the, certain things will nullify your hajj altogether. Okay, which we're going to cover. them. But first, let's talk about your order. So on the 8th of the Hijjah, you will enter Mecca, if, you've, if you're entering Mecca for the first time, you do Tawaf al-Qudum. Qudum means arrival. If you've been in Mecca, if you're a resident of Mecca, if you're on Haid, or if you already did Umrah, and you're already in Mecca, then you don't have to do Tawaf al-Qudum. Okay? So that's the eighth of Dhul-Hijjah. First thing you do is you go to Mina, and you spend Dhuhr, Asr, Maghrib, Isha, Fajr, five, you spend the whole day there including the next day next day for Fajr and you spend that time in the tent of Minna. and as you can see you're going southeast as you can see in the map this is a beautiful map okay and you spend that time doing ibadah doing dhikr okay next morning after Salat al-Fajr we all get up again and we go to Arafah all right that this is the big day of Hajj, okay. This is the big day that we have for Hajj, right? And this is the day in which Allah has promised the prayers of the believers to be answered and their sins forgiven. This is the greatest day of the year for us. The greatest night of the year for us is Laylatul Qadr, which is actually unknown. Like, you don't know when al Qadr is, you have a window of when it could be. But you have to also stay. For a moment after the Adhan of Maghrib Arafah After doing Ibadah all day long and, dua, and let me tell you practically what you do Practically what you do in Mina and in Arafa Is as follows It's pretty hectic, it's busy, it's hot There's a lot of stuff going on You do Ibadah for a little bit Then you eat Then you talk Then you get tired and you take a nap You will not sleep like normal uh, Sleep in minna from day eight nine ten eleven for these four days you're not gonna have normal sleep why we not have normal sleep minna is extremely loud okay minna is extreme assalamu alaikum come take a seat next to us sheree Antoya is here don't trip over any uh cords though sheree Antoya is uh, skipping work today what's happening man (laughs) how's it going so-called working from home which Elon Musk has basically... (laughs) Open your computer so that you can log in and and say that you're working. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, it's so loud in Minna. And the reason it's loud is that there are illegal hujjaj every year. And there are people that are disorganized. And there are people sleeping in the streets. Everywhere. In Minna. And so they got the the saudis because they're they're very fond of like aura and spirituality and good mood <laughs> they have cars going around blaring like uh sirens and on the mic all day and all night i was sitting with mahmoud al banna he was like it's like a war zone here yeah. i was like yeah it is a war zone You feel like you're in a war zone. You do not feel at peace at all. And I thought to myself, you know what? Number one, maybe that's a reflection of the state of the ummah. It's war, right? But also, maybe we're at war with our sins here, right? And the blaring of these uh, guys in the mic, sirens will go on 24 hours a day. It will just, you cannot get a normal sleep. That's number one. Number two, the, the way they air condition the North American tents is sort of absurd. They take the air, they wall conditioners, full blast. Right? Full blast. And you're freezing inside the tent, boiling outside the tent. So it's not good for your lungs. It's yeah, terrible. You're going to get sick from that, right? I always get sick yeah. from these things. I hate these things. And you can't cover your head either. Right? Because you're in ihram. Yeah. Ihram, you cannot cover your head. The ihram of women is nothing, essentially, except the intent, and no perfumes, and no removing of hairs. But clothes-wise, they can cover their head, but they cannot cover their face. They cannot cover their face. In tawaf, you can't cover your face.
1: What happens if you like, put on perfume by accident or you
0: pluck your hair? How do you uh, make up for that? Hedi. Hmm. Yeah. And is this the same for umrah? Plucking hair by accident, if intentional. For example, I forgot and I plucked a hair off my face is different from I was just scratching and a hair came off. Yeah. That's not plucking hair. Plucking hair like accidentally forgot. Hedi. We'll get that to that. Those different things. Those different, different breaks in ihram. They'll have different rules. So now, you're in mina, and you can only eat when you're given food. So that's another thing that breaks up. Like you don't eat when you want. You eat when you're given food. And you're herded off to another room to eat. So you don't want to miss your meal times. So there's a lot of reasons why you'll, your, your pattern of, of regular life, which is fine, it's, you're there for Hajj. you're not there to have a, a regular day, right? You're there for something new. And so the other thing that happens in Minna, mainly not on the 10th, not on the 8th of Hijjah. The 8th of Hijjah is called Yom At-Tarwiya. And usually what happens is that there are people visit each other. In the tents. Oh, I heard so and so is there. So you get visitors. But usually that doesn't happen on the, on the 8th because people are still just discovering where everyone is. Now you go to Arafah and you spend the whole day at Arafah. Arafah is also like tents everywhere. Right? It's tents everywhere. Many people think it's a sunnah to go to Jabal al-Rahmah for us in the Madiki Madhab. Yes, the Prophet did, but it, not as a sunnah. It's not a sunnah to go on a big hike to Jabal al-Rahmah and exhaust yourself. This is not the sunnah. The sunnah is to stay in one spot and do ibadah. As much as you can make dua, remember all your loved ones. And on Yom Arafah, when we're here, we're going to fast and do the same thing. Okay. And we also, we, we mimic the hujjaj from the time of Muharram, Adul uh, Hijjah starts, until Eid, we don't clip our nails and shave, remove our hairs. Talaban Shath, seeking to be a little slightly disheveled. Hajj you're supposed to be disheveled. You're not supposed to be perfectly combed. You are a pilgrim begging for God's forgiveness and you are asking for stuff. Remember, this is forgiveness. This is the greatest thing you can get. But people have desires and needs that are motivating their ibadah. Okay. Now, third step. On the night, on that night, so the ninth is over. The night has fallen and now it's the tenth of Muharram. Uh, of the, I keep saying Muharram, I don't know why. Dhul Hijjah. You go to Muzdalifah. And you go the sunnah for us is to go to Muzdalifa for at least a moment. At least a sit down. For the Ahnaf, it's until Fajr. For the Shafi'iyah, it's half the night. So they now why is this beneficial? It's beneficial because it allows for different traffic patterns. Because you're you literally got such a mass of movement that by having this ikhtilaf this difference of opinion of how long do we stay in muzdalifa it eases a little bit of the traffic so the malikiyah only have to stay a moment right that's it sit down have Tumatnina for the same amount of time that between two sajdas. that's it the shafi'iyah half the night the ahnaf until fajr okay they stay until fajr now in muzdalifa what do you do you gather your pebbles because there's something called Rami Al Jamarat. Rami Al Jamarat. Okay, you have to gather your pebbles and you stay at Muzdalifah for that period. And I'll tell you what actually happens. You're not gonna leave Muzdalifah right away, like the Malik you say, at the bare minimum. You're not gonna do that. You're gonna go to Muzdalifah, you're gonna be tired. If your Hajj leader is a generous guy, he goes and he gets you Al Okay? <laughs> El Bake is like the best fried chicken joint that's there. They they monopoly. They got control and it's uh, it's really it's really good. El Bake and he has got a garlic sauce and he's got crisp biscuits and he's got Pepsi, right? And uh Coke or Pepsi whatever it is. And they get that stuff and you will just erase it completely because you're tired and hungry and the food that they give you there Alhamdulillah, we have food. That's the first thing. So it's not to complain. But sometimes when it's like pre-packaged and it's mass-made, you don't really have the appeal, so you don't eat as well as maybe you should. Alhamdulillah, we have food. Whatever food they give us is fine. But uh, there is a a, a sort of little craving, secret craving everyone has for Al-Bake. And he has pop-up stands everywhere, right? He must be on good... uh, uh, like a yeah, a good side of MBS to be able to get these pop-up stands. Now, Hamza is saying that it's highly likely that al is not the biha. I don't know about that. Heard that too. Anything I is possible, number one. Anything is possible in the world of global yeah. supply chain. Anything is possible. But it's probably not going to be likely if the guy is a Muslim and the owner is telling you this is the biha. Is it going to be hand slaughtered? No, it's going to be machine slaughtered. But machine slaughtered is permissible. The machine itself does not negate the matter. Maybe for the Ahnaf, that they have the concept of ittisad, like he has to be connected to the animal or something like that. But for us in the Malikiya, even when I went to Chicago, Dar es Salaam, Mufti Minhaj, I said, what's the difference between a machine and a long knife? A knife that's all the way across the room. He said, we don't have an issue with the machine we have the issue of does the machine execute its job properly and is the basmalah uttered on it right so we say number one Maliki and Shafi'i have no issue with that because for number one for the Shafi'ah basmala is Sunnah number two for the Maliki you can say basmala on the whole flock of chickens the whole whatever what do you call a group of chickens flock the whole thing besmela on all these thousand chickens right here This chickens in this room basmala on all of them stick them on the machine and turn the machine on The question now becomes, is it slaughtering properly? Are you there? Can you possibly be there? No. So what do you have to do? You have to take the word of the Muslim who tells you it is. So if the Muslim owner of that factory or the manager of the factory tells you, yes. Now, am I going to go to every single... Do I know where the factories are? No. Who knows where the factories are? The owner. Right? Any manager in the... Muslim has to be Muslim. In the company tells you, yes, we observe the factories and the factories. If the chicken is not slaughtered properly, we remove it and we throw it out. That's the fard. It is obligatory. If if I get a thousand chickens and the guy says, here's my chickens, but by the way, two of them were not slaughtered properly. We can't eat the whole thing. The whole thing we cannot eat. Right? We can't eat any of it. It's not good grammar Did what I just did. You, the whole thing, you can't eat the whole thing is, we can't eat any of the thing, right? Because that, they're shek. Okay? Just no different, but different level of tahreem, but really no difference than if I say, here are, there are a thousand slim gems. 998 are halal beef. Okay? One, two khanzir. The whole basket has to be thrown in the garbage. It's not food. It's najasa now. It's mashkukfi. So, if the manager or the owner of this company tells us that we monitor the chickens and we make sure they are slaughtered properly.
2: I heard the Brazil thing. It's
0: acceptable. T- talking to the mic. All right, turn this, uh, Mr. anto's mic on. You have to get close to the mic, very close to the mic. Yeah. yeah pull, it. Ver- pull it, pull it. Aren't you an engineer? Pull it closer <laughs> to your mouth. There.
2: Yeah, I heard about. Uh them getting their chicken from brazil from uh, sheikh in detroit so that's interesting that it's it's it is um, an issue yeah. i'm
0: telling you it is an issue with the global supply chain and there must be istifsar but to what degree do we do istifsar do we do and say uh, oh al bake, is it halal and his the owner tells us or the manager or the rep you're not going to talk to the owner the rep of the company says, yes, all the biha halal. i say, ah, I don't trust him. He's a Saudi, or he's making a lot of money on this. I don't believe him. No. No. We believe him. Al-Muslim yusaddaq. And that's the bi- that's another difference between, you know, some people have this different view. They're like, if you don't have a beard down to here, you are not going to believe you. No, we don't say that. If you don't investigate it with yourself, no, we don't say that. Al-Muslim yusaddaq. That's it. Has he shown himself... To be a fasiq, then we don't believe him. What is a fasiq? Oh, I got this halal chicken shop, but I also sell alcohol on the side. I have a, I have, I'm openly selling beer on the side, and I own that company too. You're a fasiq. You're a fasiq. Your word means nothing to me. At that point, we don't accept your word. So that's when we don't accept the word of somebody. But aside from that, okay, an open fisk. The Muslim is believed in what he says, unless there is a reason not to. You see that that's how we work. So, it is good for us to go investigate albaik.com probably sa. <laughs> just tell us it's zabihah. Tell us it's halal for us to eat. Okay. You have a comment or question, Sharif? No, no. Yeah.
1: Also, just because it's from Brazil doesn't uh, necessarily mean that it's not zabiha Yeah. For example, like um, Australia all the lambs they come from Australia and Romania, That's, the, but they do the zabiha there. Yeah, Because they know that these are Muslim clients.
0: Uh, Hajra Mahmoud is telling us that someone in my family has investigated and al-bake chicken, although it's from Brazil, it's machine slaughtered, but machine slaughtered by Muslims in a halal way with basmala on all of them. And observing that everything is, ch- is, is cut, or no, that's the question. So that's what you're going to get into. Now... After you eat this wonderful al-baik chicken and you have the fries and the biscuits and the coke, you're going to pass out. Okay. <laughs> you're going to have the best nap ever. And it's not going to be more than 15-20 minutes because there are so many mala'ika there. In the grounds of Hajj, is filled with mala'ika. This area is called al-haram. That On the map right there, that you see right here, is al-haram. And is so many malaika Then you're going to wake up, there are wudu stations, you make wudu, you pray some tahajjud, you do some ibadah. If you are a Hanafi, you're going to stay the whole night till fajj, then you're going to go to Minna. So let's let's do it in that method, because that was how the Prophet did it. Okay. You're going to go to Minna and you're going to take your seven pebbles, and there is a area called al-jamarat. And there's one main one, and then there are two small ones. Okay. You are going to do 7 throwing 7 pebbles at this uh pillar that's there. Jamrat al-Aqaba. And that is a symbolic uh of what Sayyidina Ibrahim did when he threw pebbles at Iblis. Okay? And you're going to sacrifice an animal. Now, by the way now, it's Eid. When when Fajr comes up in Muzdalifah that's now we are in the daytime of the tenth of Muharram, which is Eid. Okay, it's Eid. Yom Nahr. It's called Yom Yawm Yom Arafa, Yom Nahr. The day of slaughtering. Now, here's the sad thing: is there is no more slaughtering at Hajj. They could have done it, right? But this thing has been removed from Hajj, and it is one of the wajibats that the slaughter happens within. Okay, that area. Okay, but you don't see it. You just basically are now pushing buttons on your phone to pay for that slaughter. And you never see the animal. But in the ancient times, you would have slaughtered there. Okay, there at Mina, you slaughter. Now, could they do it? I think they could. If you had, if you had towers all throughout, like four towers, right? Wherever you are, you go to these tall bunch of concrete with lambs and sheep and you slaughter and you drain it. Even if you don't do it. Even if like a company is doing it, right? And you're paying them. Fine, but at least it's happening there. Okay? And that's really what is something that you many shiuch, they have decried this loss. So now we're talking, it's the day of Eid. You've gone from Muzdalifah to Mina. Okay? And you have done the Ramil Jamarat and you have sacrificed. Okay, you are now going to go back to Mecca and now it's daytime. Okay, and you are going to make Tawaf Al Ifada. Okay, return to Mecca on the 10th of the Hijjah. it's Yom Al Eid now. You perform Tawaf Al Ifada, Sa'i, Asaf, of course, two after behind Maqam uh, uh, Maqam Ibrahim, then Sa'i, seven times, you fulfilled all of your arkan. Now, you shave your head. Or you shorten your hair. Either one, but the greater reward is for who shaves his head. Okay? And at that point, you are now out, you have removed your ihram 50%. You can do anything except jima, sexual intercourse. Okay. You can now clip your nails, shave hairs, okay, put on perfume, put on regular street clothes. Okay. After you've done your tawaf al-ifadah and your sa'i. Okay? Now, you're going to go to Mina and you are going to spend ayam al-tashriq, they're called day 11, 12, 13 13th is optional the 13th is optional but you will spend the 11th, the 12th, and 13th and in those days you relax, you eat, you meet the Muslims and you do ibadah okay, dua and you recover a little bit okay in the tense of minna. now let me tell you something this, the order can be slightly altered like what? The way we made Hajj the, with the Shafi'iyya is that we spend half the night at Muzdalifah. Then we go to Mecca, not to Mina, And we do Tawaf al Iphada, Turak, behind Maqam Ibrahim, and Sa'i. So now we fulfilled our arkan. Okay? And we save our heads. Then we go to Mina and we do the Ramil Jamrat. Okay. Then on the 11th, 12th, and the optional 13th, you have only one Fard to do on those days, which is every one of those days, you go, but you're not going to do only one Jamrat seven times, you're going to do all three. Seven, seven, seven. That you have one task in the day. And in doing that task, you meet people, you see people, Right. And in those days, al Tashriq, eleventh, twelfth, and then if you stay the thirteenth, most people leave in the morning of the thirteenth. At that point you uh, you're gonna meet people, you're gonna see a lot of people, and the ummah sorta of is, is all in one space. That's the beauty of minna. The beauty of Hajj is al Tashriq and that the Ummah is all in one spot. Okay. Any questions so far? If you are going back to Mecca and leaving, let's say you're going back to your hotel and leaving for good, you do tawaf al-wada' as a sunnah. It's not fard. So that's three tawafs we talked about. Tawaf al-qudum, it's only fard on some people. Tawaf al uh, al-ifada, for everybody. That is the most important one. And then Tawaf al-Wada. But sometimes they will take you from Minna directly to Medina, so there's no Tawaf al-Wada. Okay. And there's nothing against you for doing that. Does everyone understand now how to make Hajj? So, Ihram is over the moment you do Tawaf al ifada and Sa'i. Okay. You shave your head. Or cut all your hairs. Either way. You can take off your Ihram. And you can shave and you could put on Aitr and everything, but you cannot have intercourse yet. Jimar. Only after the ayam at Tashrik are over, the eleventh and the twelfth, then the thirteenth is optional. When you leave, then you can have you're fully out of Ihram. Okay. All right. What did that sister say about the Muslim workers in Brazil? Go up uh, right above, yeah, right there. Hajra Mahmoud says it is owned by a Muslim, and the factories all employ Muslim workers in Brazil. And it is in the halal way, good, so you can enjoy it now. It's not sort of fathomable that they al bake should be that callous towards the Muslims and feed them non halal meat. It's not all, uh. It's not all negative on everything Saudi. I know They're not even Saudis. They're Palestinians, by the way. Al think the owners are Palestinians. Uh, but not everything negative about a company that makes a lot of money or because they're Saudi or something like that, that everything is going to be Iblisi about them. It's, it's, it's sort of like, that would be really beyond callous and satanic to not care about uh, the, the, the Muslims that you feed. That you're selling to, okay, even as a capitalist it makes no sense, right? I, I, I'm gonna get a rumor like this against me, it makes no sense, okay. Now, what nullifies your ihram and/or your hajj? What nullifies your hajj is missing any of the four arkan, okay. And jima, jima'a sex, no, sexual, intercourse, sexual intercourse, sexual so intercourse. You can't make it up. You cannot make up for them. Okay. And ihram, when you null, if you make a mistake in your ihram, all right, then you do hadi. And I'm not going to get too much into hadi here. I just want to do an overview. If time goes on, we'll repeat this. We'll get into other levels of details. Okay. For example, tawaf al-qudum. If you missed tawaf al-qudum and you owed it, you could do hadi. Staying at Muzdalifa. If you miss that, do hadi. Throwing the jamarat, hadi. Shaving or trimming your hair, haddi. Okay. If you do the stoning before you shaved your hair, the stoning before tawaf al-ifada, so you got the order wrong. If you didn't stay at Mina, Hedi. So you do Hedi for these obligations. These are obligations. Right? You do Hedi for them. Hedi again means slaughtering. And by the way, as I said earlier, you don't see at all the animal. You're literally buying a ticket and paying. Right? Um, Glitter says, Can you wear sunscreen in Ihram if it is sent free? If it is scent-free, you can use lotions and soaps that are absolutely scent-free. They cannot have any scent in them. Okay. Any other questions so far? Uh, ah, did we cover everything for Hajj? We covered the map and everything. If you want to, if you're on Instagram, we had the map on uh, YouTube. So I don't know if the map is still it's not up anymore, but we had it up.
1: I think over the week, if we keep repeating this. Or like make, yeah, I maybe think we like should, compile like a series Yeah. so in case that someone has to do hajj by themselves
0: we're going to repeat yeah. our our philosophy here is re- repetition we're going to repeat this we'll make it
1: into like a reference or something yeah. Compiled together. we'll make
0: it a reference Shall we? if you pluck two hairs by mistake like you literally plucked them forgetting you're in ihram you owe oh hadi if you scratched by just a normal touch of your hair and it came out then no that's not came what we're out
1: talking because about. because of something else, like say for example, um, there was like mud or something like that stuck to my, like your...
0: That doesn't get you. No. It's the intentional act. Yeah, yeah. Out of forgetfulness. You
1: see,
2: you see what he asked though? What do you ask? For each
0: heady or No, no, no. One heady. But one if
1: you heady. do it in two dis- different instances, then it would be two heady,
0: right? Um, That's a detail I can't remember to be honest. But from what I immediately remember is no. Okay. Yeah, but
1: so one hadith for everything,
0: yeah, basically. For for that act, whether oh, you repeated it or not. Okay. If a person has more than one mistake in Ihram, you do a separate hadith for each separate mistake, not for each repetition of that mistake. And you do hadith, hadith, hadith. so if if I did the same mistake two times, that's still one hadith. Okay. Alright. Last thing that we're gonna cover. Hajj combined with Umrah. Now Umrah, of course, you know, is, is only th- three arkan, which is ihram, tawaf, sa'i. And it is at any time. So if you want to do Hajj by itself, that's called ifrad. Ifrad. Okay? And if you are traveling, then you have to do tawaf al-qudum. Tawaf al-qudum is the tahiyyat al-masjid of Mecca, essentially. Okay? Uh, of Hajj, of your visit to Hajj. If you are a resident of Mecca, you don't have to do Tawaf al-Qudum. Or if you're on Haid, you don't have to do Tawaf al-Qudum. So again, Qudum means arrival. So that's called Ifrad, Hajj by itself. Quran is Umrah and Hajj with one intention. And the Umrah takes the place of Tawaf al-Qudum, the Tawaf of arrival. So you get to Mecca with Ihram, you make a full Umrah, and you wait a couple days or one day until the 8th, then you go off to Minna. Remember, Hajj is the 8th of Dhul Hijjah, okay, Yom At-Tawriyah. 9th of Dhul Hijjah, Yom Arafah. 10th of Dhul Hijjah, Yom An-Nahr. 11th, 12th, 13th of Dhul Hijjah is Ayam At-Tashriq. That is, how many days there? 6 days, but the 6th is optional. You can leave on the 6th. Minute empties out on the thirteenth of the Hijj. Everyone empties out. Very few people stay the whole thirteen days. Thirteenth. Uh, uh, okay, so that's that's called Qiran. And Tamattu' is that you arrive, make Umrah, but you arrived early enough you can take your Ihram off. Relax, eat. And when people do this, I'll tell you who, what the rookie mistake is. They get so excited, let's make another Umrah. Oh, let's spend all day at the Harameen, at the Haram. And they exhaust themselves until they get sick, and I'm sitting there watching this rookie make a mistake, and he's in mina dying. Right? It's a rookie mistake. You get all pumped up about the first round of the playoffs, right? Okay? I have no energy for the second round now. Third round, you're dead, basically. So, I saw these people doing it, and I told them. But I said, okay. <laughs> do what you want to do And in Mina They're done And it's bad You do not want to be sick in Mina I'll tell you why You don't want to be sick in Mina There's not good food The amount of germs That are being passed around in Mina Are terrible The air condition Is so high Your sore throat Is going to be worse And you can't cover yourself Right You can't cover your head Or anything like that or Unless you're out of Ihram Then you can Right And there's a lot of nice things To be doing at Mina Such as visiting the shiuch And, and, and ibadah And arafah Right you're missing out.
1: You can do that. like You can go and you can
0: visit Oh yeah. That's what everyone does. Really? You do some ibadah, then you hear, oh, Sheik, so-and-so is there, let's go visit him. Come and back. They accept
1: visitors. And everyone
0: does. Yeah. So it's a place for the ummah to meet. Um, the, when you do tamattu', you do your umrah, you get out of ihram, you should spend your time eating, resting, and doing some basic like ibadah of course you're not going to ignore the haram but to go and exhaust yourself and expend yourself you're expending yourself in the wrong time there's aql involved here in these things you're supposed to expend yourself on yom arafah and in minna, yom al-tawriyah do dua and ibadah and get really expend all of your energy on yom arafah and the days of yom al the tawaf al ifadah, al sa'i, and ayam al tashriq, which is 11th, 12th, 13th. Okay? That's when you really should spend all your effort. And you should be wiped out at the end of it. And the dua, you are a hajj in terms in the sight of Allah until you arrive back at your doorstep. So even if I exit Ihram and I spend five days in Medina, and even if I'm going to go visit someone in my home country before I go home, okay, I'm still in the sight of Allah, a hajj. And my dua is special and my ibadah is special in His sight. It's not the normal time until I arrive back at my house. So you should not take it lightly, this idea, this concept that khalas I'm done with hajj. No. You are in a special state Maqam khas, عند until you arrive back home. Okay? Secondly, some people, the extent, the things that I saw, subhanAllah, there's an Indonesian couple. They lived in Pennsylvania. They were with us for Hajj. You won't believe what they did. They went from Indonesia. And they had their four kids. They went from Pennsylvania To drive to JFK Airport, two and a half hours, International Airport. Took one long flight to Indonesia, 24-hour flight. Dropped the kids off at their grandparents. What are the costs, right? And then came back. What an exhausting trip. Came back all in one week, period of time, five days. And then drove back to JFK Airport to make hedge with us. And we went from JFK. Of course, we went to the Emirates. Then we went Hajj for two weeks. Then, so I'm like, oh, what's next? We get to JFK. We're staying in a hotel. Then getting back to JFK. Then back to Indonesia. Why
1: didn't
0: they just? You can't. The way Hajj is, you can't book the flight you want. You gotta be with your group. At, that was the old. Oh
1: really? So Even you now. Can't take your own flight.
0: And- Even now, you. I guess now maybe you can. Mm. By the way, we have updates for you. The prices are not what you think. All the prices that my friends got back—what was advertised? Oh, nice, five thousand dollars hedge, wonderful, right? No, it's not. You're paying maybe eight thousand, right? And I had a friend of mine, him and his wife, for platinum, thirty thousand dollars. What? Fifteen <laughs> k each. How? What happened? I should give. He didn't feed them. Hey, Rai, if I send it to you now, can you put it up? Yeah. So, the, can so that you can get the proof. Evidence? Okay. Let's send it. Look at this absolute and utter... I mean, it's a ridiculous fee. SubhanAllah. 30,000. Okay, here we go. I'm going to send you the first page. He's, they gave him six-page PDF. A six-page PDF. Of the prices that he could, he could pay. I'm gonna send it to Ryan right now, and he could put it up. Okay. What should I send it to you? What's up or your email?
1: Email.
0: All right. So that you could see. Did you think that the the profit margins were gonna just disappear? How naive. No one buys a business or takes over a business and sees the profit margins, except he wanted it for himself. You think they're doing charity for you, Subhanallah. So you went basically, essentially from the the Muslims managing the Muslims to now KSA taking it all for themselves. That's essentially what you went for. All right. Now I didn't mention one thing here because it's sort of not really like a thing that happens for us, which is hunting. Okay, and of course, hunting nullifies the ihram. Okay.
2: been killing a fly.
0: No, no. Some, something that would harm you, no, but you should not kill anything unless it actually will bring harm. All right, let's see. What we got on YouTube and on Insta. Subhi, um, which days of dhul Hajj do we fast? We, we who are not going on Hajj, will fast the ninth without doubt. We do not miss the ninth, okay. And if, as a lesser Sunnah, the first through the eighth, okay, as a lesser Sunnah, the first through the 8th. Okay? The first through the 8th. What else? Sheikh Hamza Karamali has joined the uh, Sharaf Azim Lanna and Sheikh Hamza Karamali and tanweer Institute are watching and feel free to please call in. call in as well anytime. Sheikh Hamza Karamali, let me tell you if you want to study the proofs of the existence of God and the truthfulness of Islam, go to his youtube channel um just type in hamza karamali on youtube i always the first thing when people stu- they want to study i say go to hamza Kar- karamali's youtube series on the proof of the existence of god the rational basis why because we're rational beings and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has pin has his zahir al zahir huwa al zahir wal batin right he is the outwardly manifest and the inwardly hidden. What does that mean? His, certain attributes of his are outwardly manifest. His existence, outwardly manifest. By observing and thinking, outwardly manifest. What's inwardly hidden? Many of his purposes. We need a prophet to teach us this. Right? So some things are inwardly hidden. What's even in, more inwardly hidden? Al-Ma'rifah. The people who do suluk, they can they will be uncovered for them. The... The nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, so I highly, highly recommend everybody uh, as soon as this live stream is over you go to Hamza Karamali's YouTube channel. Okay. And Let Alright, let's see the prices of this uh, operation here. You like these prices? Look at that. Read it to me, Oz. Read it in the mic. What is that? Orion, oh, you can read it if your mic is close to you.
2: Twenty-nine. That's uh, for two people. Twenty-nine thousand five 30,697, six
0: ninety-seven. Thirty-one thousand 28,319. three nineteen. All right. So twenty-eight, eight tw- is a twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one. Wonderful pricing here. If you're. No, no, no. This is not Saudi rials. This is dollars. Saudi rials? No. This is dollars. Okay. Oh, I have something else to say. That is so terrible. In my opinion. Okay. And I think in the opinion of all the Muslims. Hey, Ryan, I'm going to send you another picture right now. I'm like a picture sending machine to Ryan today. This
2: is the, the error that people are receiving when they
0: try to aim. Oh, they're all getting error messages yeah. until recently or they were getting error messages which I don't know how recent it is but they were all getting error messages they couldn't make the payment as we we assume that the, the, the thing is going to be uh huh I mean
2: website's going to crash it's a lot of people well, yeah I mean you have at least a million
0: yeah yeah.
2: like for judge from two years ago trying
0: to yeah yeah alright Ryan I'm sending you another picture from TRT Worlds and we're going to announce we're going to talk about that too it's like bad news Monday with these people. People say, oh, you're extra hard on them because you don't like their Wahhabi aqidah. I said, you're right. <laughs> 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 it's true though. This stuff is not good for the Muslims though, right? This is not a uh, aqidah thing. But it's not true. I, I'm, to be honest with you, glad though that Ahl Sunnah not, are not embarrassing us like this. Okay. All right, Rai, check your your email now and stick that up there. This is really bad news in my opinion if you ask me. You should be actually able to trim that picture by the way, Rai. Yeah, there you go. Rai is an OBS using machine now, bro. Wizard of Oz and Rai are OBS software Using machines, look at this. This is the rule now. Hey, uh, you see, could you, one of you, could you pull up the article from TRT World? You are no longer allowed to touch the Kaaba. This is a sunnah for us, and this is not a, because the Prophet used to do this, right? He used to put his whole body on the Kaaba, he used to touch a al yamani, kiss the Hajj al Aswad. And it is a thing of desperation that many people used to go and they feel the desperation that they put their hands up and touch the Kaaba. It's an expression of the heart of your desperate need for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is now the law or a new policy that you are not allowed to touch the Kaaba. Who's pulled up the um, article for this? Sharif, what do you got? Huh? TRT? You're an engineer, aren't you? You should know how to use the internet. TRT not allowed touch Kaaba if I get it before you visiting Kaaba uh, in the metaverse Fatwa not real Hajj oh my gosh not okay Saudi Arabia has now banned here go news India Of course, now we have to get our hajj news from India. What is this with India? But they're the first one that popped up. GoNewsIndia.com Look, the new hajj restrictions on touching the Kaaba. They're happy, right? They're happy that they're the ones reporting on all of our calamities. After banning foreign travelers, and you get me the TRT because I rather read it from the Turks. Uh, There's this Middle East Eye. Middle East Eye, give it to me. They also like... Okay. after banning foreign travelers for the Hajj pilgrimage this year now Saudi Arabia has also banned kissing and touching the Kaaba during the Tawaf the Saudi Arabian government agency issued a statement saying that during Tawaf it is mandatory for social distance So, the, the Kaaba is going to get COVID uh, and <laughs> maintaining a distance of one and a half meters from each other but you don't have that for your con- your concerts Right For all your ridiculous concerts that you have. okay. Aisha uh, is saying that we can't pay these prices. They're not competitive prices. We're left in the dark because there's no guide. You have no clue what you... you, you you, That's exactly what happened. You have no clue what's going to happen when you get there. And when you do get there, don't come near the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now listen up. The Health Agency for Disease Prevention Control... This is wallah, a bunch of nonsense. In a view... Of the in view of the coronavirus pandemic, there has been a ban touching the Kaaba. Okay, when you have escalators, do you ban people from touching the side of the escalator? What's the difference? Doorknobs,
2: right? Been for a while, though, for almost since twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, but this is an extra announcement now because of the like a reminder. There has been a ban on touching the Kaaba for Hajj starting uh, during the Hajj this year to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Okay. All right? So clean it between prayers. All right. Okay, I I can... Here's the thing. I can maybe, maybe see where that they're coming from on that respect of... But the coronavirus, is it a thing anymore? Right? That affects public policy? It's not a thing anymore that affects public policy. But it's just like... Uh, Something that the symbolism of it is really bad. What else we got? Anything else? A lot of comments here. All right, let's go to the comments section before we begin the comments today. We're going to, inshallah, ta'ala, remind you all to be part of this by going to patreon.com backslash Safina Society, be part of this and uh, be a contributor. to this uh, uh, live stream that we're able and inshallah we have the intention to make this live stream this is a permanent thing now inshallah no going back Monday through Thursday we stream to the Ummah and to the, our little community of Muslims so that we could learn our deen and, and talk to each other and get to meet each other and encourage each other and you know like it's always nicer to read bad news together Right, <laughs> and to hate on uh, Saudi t- together, you know, I'm a big yeah, hater, European. right? Oh, I'm a big hater, right? Are you, are you back in Hajj? Huh? I'm lot I'm a small, small time. We're not like Yasser Qadi, who's, who's, who's got banned from Umrah for really? saying, it's Oh, yeah, he did, Wow. Yeah. yeah, he spoke out with a wonderful khutbah about Al Saud. These people are Munafiks, they're not of Islam because what they had done, uh, I can't even remember the issue. What they, I think, they supported. Israel, Israel over Gaza, right? Uh, things like that. That he got banned, but he's he got let back in after that, right? So because they got pulled some strings. But uh, all those big guys uh, yeah, have to worry on the about that of stuff.
2: Hit list right now. Al Qadi. Yeah, like the Salafi hit list. You're probably like on the second level. Saudi, Saudi hit
0: list. Wow. He's on the Saudi hit list. He's on the Salafi hit list. The Salafi hit list. He's on a lot of the, the bros hit list. Who's on right? the Salafi? Oh yes I at the
2: top yeah, it's, like, well, <laughs> it's like all those lines. Dr.
0: Shady Johnson yeah. <laughs> Well there's Salaf hit list but then there's the right oh, the right bros or what do they call themselves accrights oh, uh, uh yeah Oc-right? is that because be, because of the saying that it's a valid itch jihad to discuss allyship with Komaluts Oh
2: oh I that's what imagine.
0: that's what got uh, yeah. uh them on that the right hit list right Well I, I I'm against that there's no Coming near Kalmrut with a ten-foot pole.
1: No, the
0: only okay. one at the top is <laughs> Yaqeen. Oh, <laughs> Yakin's of course at the top of <laughs> the <laughs> <upright> <laughs> hit yeah, lists, yeah, yeah. of course. So, our po- our official policy: if Allah tortured a people for something, don't come near them. I don't care what. Okay. I do not care what. Okay. Is your article still up? Oh, uh, here, talking them like it's not up because Jonathan Mount took his. Position opinion back. Oh. I mean, he retracted the opinion. Oh, yeah, so done. Oh, wow. yeah, so that's why he took it off. they took it off. Oh. Okay, did they, it his mind? yeah, I think he changed his mind on it. Oh. Then, yeah. why didn't like he write it
2: like a uh, retraction or something like that?
0: I think he actually uh, did make statements on the Muhammad Hijab podcast to that effect because the whole job was to see if we could convince him, and he did change his opinion. On the Muhammad Hijab podcast, that's what I remember. That's what we talked about beforehand. That like it's not going to be a, a, a battle and a debate and a fight. That's why I didn't like lunge at him. And in forbidding wrong, <laughs> commanding right, forbidding wrong. In you read those books, they say that if the person is willing to, to discuss and change his opinion, you don't attack him anymore. That's why I didn't go on the attack. They got upset. Oh, you didn't attack him hard enough. I don't care what you're saying. I know what I'm doing, right? And he did walk his opinion back. Right, And he's honest. I've never seen a guy be more honest to be honest uh, and changing his opinions in public, in front of people, more than him. Like, he's done it with me several times. Not with me, like in front of me, I should say. Like, not that I've convinced him, but in front of me, he's done it many times. Like, I've seen his posts on it. I've talked to him, and he says it. He says it. I'm not going to be stubborn on a wrong opinion. I'll change my opinion. Right. I've been doing... 2,000 salawats a day, says Azdiman. 1,000 consistently. 1,000 consistently is the sunnah of the ulama. Where did they get that? From Abdullah bin masud He said do it every Friday. But the ulama did it every day after that. And that is, we see that many, many ulama are doing that. And there's so many blessings from it. Oh, so many blessings to do the salawats on the Prophet ﷺ every day. Okay, uh, yeah Sharif. Please open up the calendar, your phone, and get us when is Dhul Hijjah scheduled? white, can we fast from the first to the ninth? Yes. The fasting of the first of the, to the eighth of Dhul Hijjah is a light sunnah, but the big sunnah. Sunnah. Very strong sunnah of fasting is the night, Yom Arafah. We never miss Yom Arafah, uh, and of course, the 10th of the Hijjah is Eid 11th of July. And we're, we're starting to look at 11th of July as the be- the beginning, no, no, that's that's it. That would be Yom Arafah, right? Yeah, yeah, day of, our- yeah, of Arafah would probably be around the 11th of July. We'll wait until okay, what, day what day of the week, what day of the week is that, young yeah, Sharif. Mm. So so that July and Dhul Hijjah are actually matching almost exactly, pretty much. Abdul Hadi, open QA. Yes, you can put in any um, question you wish. It does not have to be related to um, this topic of Hajj. Yeah. July 1st is a Friday. July 1st is a Friday. When is the 10th? When is the ninth of Dhu'l Hijjah scheduled so far? Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Wonderful. We're gonna have a massive iftar at the Masjid, NBIC Every year, this is one of my favorite days—the fast of Yom Arafah. As Nika says, was Qomulut punished because of their deviance or because they rejected Prophet Lutz? All, all the same. All of the above. But the 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 nature of their punishment was determined by the nature of their sin. So you're gonna be punished either way, right? because you rejected your Prophet but how are you going to be punished the severity of the punishment is based upon the nature of your sin okay? who's, who's Jake are there benefits of reciting the names of Allah of course your du'a will be answered why because the Prophet ﷺ the Quran says whatsoever you make du'a for this is the permission that you can make du'a for anything he has the most beautiful names what does that mean <laughs> everything that you ask for one of the d- divine names, one or more, is the key to your istijaba. Now, if you don't know which one it is, then you recite all of them.
2: Okay. I, did hear, I did hear a story of Imam in Saginaw. He was talking about how when trying to call upon Allah with these names, you should be kind of careful. So there was this guy, he was just saying, like, I had, I had, like, calling upon Allah with this, and everyone around him just started dying, like, one by one.
0: So uh, you should not repeat one specific name unless you have been educated upon it, upon it, but you should recite all of them. They will give you a multivitamin. If you keep, don't don't we humans need salt? Don't we need sugar? But if you keep eating salt all day, you're going to get sick, right? If you keep eating beef all day, you can't digest. So if you keep eating greens only, you're going to get anemia, Right so you have to have a balanced diet if you're ignorant upon the names do a balanced diet alright here are some questions what is the ruling on using smileys and emojis in the Maliki method permissible I went to Umrah in December last year there's a big barrier that you cannot kiss al hajar Al-Aswad or touch it or walk around maybe 3-4 meters only the wheelchairs subhanallah all for the sake of corona so tell me something so the doorknobs you know how many things are touched? Why don't you just wipe it down after every. I'm not going to get into it. Yes, I get the argument about not spreading the virus. I get it. Okay. I, but saw, I saw a picture of, to online me,
2: of people maintaining six feet on their lines to board. Then we're all sitting beside ourselves in the airplane. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's silly.
0: Well, like some of these COVID uh, things were silly. Six feet online to get on the plane, six inches. <laughs> when you're on the plane. How does it make any sense? Abdul Hadi, as a Gen Z who might not be able to buy a house, trying to go to Hajj now is another headache logistically and financially. You're not obligated if you can't afford it. Ruah Muhassar says, speaking of Qamlut, what do you think of their new video they try to position themselves more clearly? I didn't wa- watch it fully. All right, I have, uh, uh, I have no doubt that they're upon the Sunni position on the action. And the beliefs on the action, I have no doubt about that. Um, but I didn't watch the video myself. I haven't watched it. I, I wanted to watch it. I intended to watch it. Yeah, but t- to start off, I don't have a doubt that those members believe it is haram. And that we must say it's haram. Like, I have no doubt that they have those beliefs. Okay. Is thinking that Allah loves you, dun or kibr we should we have the right to believe that allah wants good for us and he loves for us to be upon the good okay what you should say is allah has honored me by seeking knowledge because the sign that allah loves a person is that he gives him knowledge okay he makes you try to be sincere he makes you make dua and try to do istighfar so you should be saying allah is giving me is being generous to me okay and yes if that's mingled that action is mingled with the husnudan that Allah loves you, that's allowed. that's not kibbal. But, if you're doing acts of disobedience, and you're preferring ignorance over knowledge, and you're away from the ummah, cutting yourself off from the ummah, and you have all those signs, and you don't go to masajid, and you do haram, and you say Allah loves me, that is really more of a trick of Iblis. Like um, uh, the dude that you all, uh, all the teenagers like, um, from Patterson. Who's the... DJ. Palestinian DJ, DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled. <laughs> with he's from my well he's from Patterson originally though, Is he? Wow. yeah, and he's got this mansion, and he's got all these women swimming around in bikinis. And he's listening to to to, to music and saying God loves me. Look at this, look what he's given me. We say, brother, uh, you have a great spirit to you, but you are in istidraj right now. Istidraj <laughs> means thinking you're going up, you're actually going down, to be honest with you. Said, so I, said, I pray more than 10 times a day. Oh, I, do you pray five times a day? I pray more than five times I pray <laughs> a day. All day I'm praying. Oh my gosh. Uh, he's comedic. He's got like a nice fun spirit to him. That's why everyone loves him. Yeah. But he's I like also in istidraj.
1: At him, they're not laughing with him. Yeah. He doesn't realize he's the butt of so many jokes. Uh
0: But it's it's Isti'daraj. Is he is he himself mocking or is he actually sincere about that? I can't be sincere about that. You can't be saying, "Look, look all these bikinis around me, Allah loves me." I mean, that's like a mockery of the whole thing. I guess he's
2: taking his blessings, you know, the woman, the money, and he's saying,
0: "That's (laughs)
1: That's not blessings. (laughs) That's a Freudian slip, maybe, but that's
0: not blessings. (laughs) You gotta wait till you die and go to heaven first. Uh, okay Yasir Qadi what's up with Yasir Qadi I'm not going to speak about Yasir Qadi unless you ask about a specific thing statement and I can speak on the ruling on my opinion on it or what I have been taught about it but to speak in general about my colleagues like this it's not a a way to do things unless the person is like actively misguiding on something then I'll talk about that point itself
2: Yeah, Sheikh Yusuf said like this is one of the worst questions to ask Yeah, and though people 10 years, well, what do you think of this person? Oh, yeah, yeah. You you're know, you not supposed to do one that. One thing he did bring up, I think it was the video on dogs. Yeah. Where he kind of made like Ibn Abdul barr like his...
0: The ruling like, on the Madagam them?
2: Yeah, like are we allowed to keep dogs in the house? And he brought a statement from him saying that, oh, just putting it there without like a knee, like a hajjah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just macro No, that's wrong. But for any benefit, then خلاص, then it's permissible.
0: No, that's not the correct fatwa in the Maliki method. Yeah. It's not always a good thing to go and ask people about their colleagues for a couple of reasons. Number one, you'll never be objective. Yeah. Right. Colleagues cannot be objective. That's the first thing. Secondly, we can discuss the point. But to discuss, to, to ask, to comment about a person is just going to create fitna. Yeah. Even, yeah. sorry, but even in terms yeah. of like jarha and ta'adeel, Mm-hmm. like
2: the statement of a peer is not yeah, of course. taken into account way
0: back in the science of hadith the statements of peers is taken with a grain of salt anyway. but i have to say as a to say the good you know to say something good of course you can always say something good uh, the character of a person who's like honest and when you deal with him he's one of the best people to deal with he's honest he's open there's no two-facedness about him right uh character his preaching on you know taqwa in general those clips are great clips.
2: Eloquence as well.
0: Yeah. Now, a point of and his 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 political openness, right? A point of knowledge, a point of fatwa. Of course, it can be discussed, and there there could be differences. No problem. Right. Is the Prophet Muhammad king of both worlds? Of course, he's king of both worlds in the sense of, uh, uh, as a, the, the you know, he's greater than that. A king is less than Sayyid al-Kawna'in, is his name. He's the chief in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of both worlds. And a king is less than that. And that doesn't necessarily um, in, encroach upon Allah's attribute of king. Of course, Allah is the king of all kings. He's Malik, uh, al-Muluk, Malik al-Muluk. If we are struggling with a sin, like backbiting, or we fall, keep falling back into it, is it wrong That's to cool. ask for halal while we haven't fully come out of the haram if you are making tawbah for your sins it is as if you have no sins so you, yes, you may fully make du'a have no haraj, no shame no worries making du'a despite the fact that you have some sins that you're trying to repent from again, uh, Saeed Khalifa Aqeedah blunders in a debate between Jake and this Ismaili guy. did not watch the debate did not watch the debate okay Muhammad Saud is making a complaint about the hajj packages that you're stuck on the set number of days like you can't necessarily make it 20 days 18 days has to be 22 days that's another issue Islamic books mention hadith and poets wisdom do we have to apply the tajweed rules no only when you read the verses of the Quran but we do not apply tajweed rules to hadith. No. You do not have to do that. But there are certain tajweed rules that are actually harder to avoid. Yeah. So idgham, you will always do that. Right? All right. Certain idgham, you will do it naturally. But the mudud and the qalqala and iqlaab, no. Ikhfa, probably not. Like, for example, memfisima. It's sometimes easier to say memfisima, right? Ikhfa. So some Tajweed rules come naturally. You can do those because it comes naturally, not because you're doing Tajweed. And why do we do that? Because we don't want the Quran to be confused with anything else. So you should not recite any other text with the Tajweed rules, so that people might think it's Quran.
2: C- question I had on t- Tajweed is that sure. why is it that we don't read like dunya as like dunya like you don't uh Uh
0: why don't you have the word dunya? Yeah,
2: as dunya like the noon and the yeah, you
0: kinda merge them together. Um okay, hold on. Dunya noon second, Yeah. Yeah. Noon second. That's actually a good question. It's the idram is on noon second and tenween, followed by the. Yeah. That's actually a good question.
2: So I I did hear. um Who? So yeah. He, he gave like a, it shows like the how like explicit and how like the imams were detailed in detailing these things, that that's how they just like revealed it just like that. Okay. And they weren't selfish about creating these rules and. Making everything conform conform to what they had.
0: So no, that's a very interesting question. That's a very interesting because it does fulfill its noon sekina, followed by ya, but we do not do an idram of the word dunya. So that is a very good question.
2: Zags? What do
1: you
0: say? I would lose its meaning if you didn't pronounce the dunya. Yeah, that's true. But is he quoting somebody for that? I'm sure he's quoting somebody, right? Probably. Zog says dunya is one of those special words. Since when is Zog bringing out gems like this? Zog, since when are you coming out with these gems? Never knew this? I'm going to have to talk to him next time we meet. Caitlin says, how do we reconcile the statements? Actions are by intentions, and actions are judged by their endings. The action, the intention is needed for the validity of actions, and for the acceptance of the actions. So, the correct intention is needed to make the action valid. But the purity of the intention is needed so that Allah can accept it. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's the second intention that will be revealed and reflected in the ending of the result. So, for example, as we see, for example, Imam Nawi gathers the 40 Nawi hadiths. Okay. His purity of his intention is reflected in the fact that this hadith is widespread and the kabul is there. Okay. That's what it is. You see that?
2: Someone's comments, help, I have exa- ex- anxiety over the principle of not deeming someone a kafir in it of itself is kufur. So he says, I get very worried whenever a commoner says something problematic, especially if I don't know if something is kufur.
0: The hadith that whoever calls someone a kafir, wait, wait, could you scroll up, Ryan? Let me see that right quick. Uh, not deeming a kafir a kafir is itself kufur Of course it is, right? For example, you can't say a Christian is not a kafir because that means you're saying the Trinity is acceptable in Islam, right? So... If someone is a kafir in... Like Asli, like kafir. Yes, also. he's a kafir. Not by the fatwa of the person, right? Because he did that, he's a kafir. You don't have to worry about the fatwa. You don't have to investigate that. That's not what it's talking about.
2: And, and takfir is very detailed, so... Unless it's like a someone who's a Christian, like he's... Like you know he's a kafir. Like
0: Yeah. That person and we're could, kafir to them too, so yeah. don't, you don't have to be offended. <laughs> yeah. You're not offending him. You're a kafir to him yeah. too,
2: right? I don't know why people get offended. Like, you're calling me a kafir, like... Yeah, you're, you you are a Muslim, basically. So
0: yeah, I mean, uh, we're kafir to you too. So <laughs> Do they we're
1: actually believe that because it seems like a lot of these heretical groups, they're like, no Sunnis are Muslims. You, like you know, we would consider them Muslims. <laughs> Who is that? Like I think the Ismailis say the same thing. The Shias say the same thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Then that's their that's their problem. But
1: I feel I feel as if they want to be part of Al sunnah so or like in the sense that they want our approval. Yeah. So they they want to be included. So they say, oh, you guys are part of the same group. It's uh,
0: impossible that the Shia accept us. Yeah, Their creed, we go directly against their creed. Hmm. Like we're, we're, we're going against their creed 100%. Hmm. So we're Mubtariya at the minimum, according to them.
1: So it's just like, I don't want to say the politics? word.
0: Politics? Yeah. Maybe it's just politics maybe.
1: The T word. Taqiyya.
0: Taqiyya? Oh, it's always Taqiyya. It? Yeah. <laughs> if you have Taqiyya somewhere in your doctrine, I can't believe anything you say, right? This is also one of the things why it is impossible. It is haram. It is kufr, rejected. The concept that it is possible for Allah to lie. Then when he says the truth, and he says, this is I'm truthful in this statement, how do you know that's not a lie? That is circular. It's circular. So it cannot even be a possibility. Because how would you then know that any other statement is truthful? Okay? If I tell you, hey, I've told many lies, but this is true. How do you know that this one is true? When I'm a liar, right? Or I have a possibility to lie. Alright, let's go up now. Um, Muhammad Zaghi has a Quran teacher. Okay. That's how he knows. Yeah. That's how he knows that. And also someone else is saying that within the word these rules don't apply. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, so let me think. thing yeah. So it's not about being in the word. For example, within the word right. ABCDEFG says, says what does it mean from an Islamic book better to memorize two words than listening to two volumes it means that you have better understand what you read than read a ton of books that's what it, the, that saying means I never heard that saying but that's what it means can you scroll up, read the source uh,
1: the <laughs> Zags, what did he say? No, there's one
2: to but no. But said, he said
1: dunya,
0: what? It's, it's, this is the rule. Idhahar mutlak, it? it's in the... Yeah. Idhar mutlak will be done for dunya. It's in the Tajweed Rules book. Okay, so they just created a word for that. They called it Idhar mutlak because it's an exception. It's
1: down there. wait go up Yeah,
0: that. Dunya wa... Dunya wa...
1: <laughs>
0: bro, zogz is now pulling out quotes. next thing he'll have a PDF, a screenshot, <laughs> right? all right, great Zag great job zogz. so these are exceptions within the Quran, okay? these are exceptions to the rule. Dunya. <inaudible> كاظهار مطلق excellent job يا ايها الزاغ for coming up with that okay no كنتم is اخفاء right so اخفاء does apply uh, in the word and i'm sh- maybe there's other examples of okay here's روح محصر لا يكون الادغام الا بين اه uh, كلم كلمتين فاذا جاء في كَلِمَةٍ واحده فَإِنَّ حُكْمُهُ الْإِذْهَارِ Thank you very much. Yeah. Now I understand what Ruh Muhassar was saying. Is that Ikhfa may be in the word, but not Idgham, because you would actually lose the meaning of the word. الدُّنْيَا okay. Excellent job, Ya yeah, Ruh Muhassar and Muhammad Zagbi. Okay, well done. With your research there, all right, Nimra. If you can get professional help, that would be great. Oh, she's talking to somebody else. There's, there's, a lot of conversations. there's conversations between people about mental health, and may Allah help everyone for mental health. And but and I don't know if it's mental health or counseling, but we do have this sister Reed that's always here, and her friend. I think her name is Dana. That they are counselors. You could check them. I don't know if they're still on. If you're still on, uh, post yourself. Is Hizb al in al-Khulasa? Yes. Anam. I'm an artist, so I have a problem. These ideas are always popping up in my head during prayer and adhkar. I struggle with it. Sometimes I feel I want to quit my profession. I think that if you strengthen your remembrance of Allah outside Salah and your recitation of Quran outside Salah it should outweigh the images that you're designing in your mind. So if you're designing an image in your mind, graphic, whatever you're designing, but your remembrance of Allah is heavier, it should outweigh it. Excuse me. Ismu Abu. Ismu Abi, it should be. Your i'rab. Yeah, ismu Abu here. Your i'rab is wrong here. It should be. Ismu Abi. Would you be able to say a few words on Sayyidina Al Khidr? I can tell you that many, many reliable, strong ulama say he's a very unique figure in Islamic history, that lives on until akhirul zaman and he dies, and this is a very, very unique story, okay, uh, that we have in Islamic literature, and you will not you'll you'll see that uh, in the Surat al-Kaf, Ibn Kathir mentions it, uh, others mention it. That, if I'm not mistaken, Ibn Kathir mentioned it in Surah Al-Kaf, if not, maybe it's in his Bidaya al Nihaya. And many others mention that Al-Khidr is a unique figure. He's not a human, he's a human, but not like us. He he lives differently, and he lives on for a long period of time, traveling the earth doing Khidmat to the Ummah. Wallahu ta'ala a'lam.
2: By this is not a primary point of Aqeedah.
0: Which is what? Khidr? Yeah. No, it's not a Aqidah point at all. Okay, Ruh okay. Muhasr says, okay, it means it is treated as if it is Idhar Mutlaq, not it is not Idhar Mutlaq. Okay. What else we got? So Ruh Muhasr is saying, Zags, your usage of the kaf is wrong. Kaf is just for tashbih. All right. Ka Idhar Mutlaq so I think Ruhm Hasar is saying it is Idhar Mutluq not like Idhar Mutluq okay fair enough we covered a lot today here's Nimra Fatima says if a parent shouldn't prefer one child over another why did Yaqub prefer Yusuf over his other sons his big bro- brother's biggest complaint was Yaqub loved more, uh, Yusuf more he didn't treat them with his time or his money or his actions better But you cannot control your heart. Okay? You can't control your heart. And there's signs of that. Nobody can stop it. Okay? They used to all say, we know the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, loves Sayyidah Aisha more than anyone else. Okay? You cannot control that your face lights up. You cannot control your smile. You cannot control your mood. You can control your money, your words, and your muscles. Okay? And that's what Allah will ask us about. You cannot control, as much as you should, try, but you cannot control your other things related to you. Like, you can't control that I just got happy all of a sudden. Right? You can't control that. So, that's what Allah will ask us about. And the the prophets, at the, or the brothers of Yaqub, they recognize that he loves Yusuf. Every time Yusuf comes, it's as if like they see the, the, the uncontrollable things about a person's face that uh, they see there when Yusuf comes in Minna says it is, is it obligatory for women not to cut hair etc. during ihram so the yes it, it would nullify your ihram they are obligated to re- restrain themselves from cutting their hair clip their nails things like that yes okay Ruh great job with the Tajweed questions Sheikh Said Nursi says that al-Khidr has a type of life called malakuti, angelic life. He doesn't eat or sleep, he just remembers Allah, and he goes around and he does these things. Yes, it is, uh, that's what they say, yes. Alright, folks, we're going to stop here. Nice Q&A, and it's good to be back. Jazakumullahu khairan, everybody. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruk wa natubu May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept this live stream from us may Allah give us ikhlas and grant us beneficial knowledge all of this week we will be doing revisions about hajj okay all this week not the whole time but we'll review this over and over so that you all really know your hajj inside out and we will close off by mentioning Mecca books they have an amazing book coming out called The Exemplars you can get it from there it's biographies of people who we hold inshallah we have the good opinion that they're from awliya illa and they're salihin you can read their biographies okay. we uh, have sponsorship from professors one to if you need tutors if you need anyone to help you in school math, homework you flunked out of class so you need to take the class over again yeah, seen that ever happened to you? few times if he had mecca books prof, uh, professors one to one dot com it wouldn't have happened right <laughs> so that's the benefit of professors one to one dot com and lastly your support to us is always invaluable and oz what do you think of making credits yeah
1: that'd be really okay
0: good professor uh, mecca books uh, sorry patreon.com backslash safina society so that we're gonna have a we're gonna have to make credits at the end of every episode. Jazakumullahu khairan and everyone. Subhanakallahumma will bihamdik, Hamdik. Lashadu la ilaha illa anta, Lestaghfir kuna tubu ilaig. Walasr in an insana lafi khusr, Illa ladina amanu amino salahat. What was sober haq. What was sabr.